you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks, presented by Castrol Edge. DJ Bucky here with you. And, Buck, it's it's mock draft time. We're ready to roll. We are ready to roll. This is a favorite time of year. This is when we get a chance to speculate on what your favorite teams are going to do, not necessarily what we think we would do at this situation. Yeah, mock drafts with the ears. We do the top 50 list, top five list with the eyes. But there's nothing better than mock drafts. Gets our juices flowing a little bit. So let's crank things up here uh, with the first overall pick. I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. No surprise here, Buck, going with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I don't think this is a surprise. I think everyone expects the Jacksonville Jaguars to take Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has been QB1 for the longest time. He gives them a franchise quarterback, something that they've never necessarily had in Jacksonville. I think Urban Meyer wants a big-time quarterback. He gets it in Trevor. Yeah, and I think you talk about how does he fit in this offense or what's that going to look like. And if you go back to Urban Meyer's time at Utah, go all the way back then, mm. what Alex Smith was able to do. This is like a souped-up, like a super Alex Smith when you look at Trevor Lawrence. Bigger, faster, stronger, uh, but can move around, do a lot of those uh, things. So exciting time there for the Jags as they get a new coach, and now they have a new quarterback. The second pick with the Jets is really where the draft starts. A lot of options. Did they stick with Sam Darnold? Did they take somebody to help Sam Darnold? Did they trade out? Or did they try and replace him? And that's what I have them doing with this pick right here, Buck. I think they'd be able to trade Sam, get a pick or two for him. The second pick in the draft, they go ahead and take their next signal caller here, and that's Zach Wilson out of BYU. 
Yeah, I think this is an interesting pick because we've heard Robert Sala really wax poetic about Sam Donald and what he could do in this version of San Francisco's offense. But now you move on from Sam Donald, you get some more picks, you get Zach Wilson, who I think is maybe the most natural player at the position in this draft class. He is talented. He can do it all. He plays it the way you want to see the position played. He gives New York someone that they can hitch their wagon to. Yeah, a lot of excitement there. Just somebody that's really instinctive and somebody that does a good job of protecting the football. I think with Sam, I love his ability, Buck, but that lapse in judgment one or two times a game that we've seen kind of throughout his career, you just kind of wonder, is he ever going to get past that? So uh, that's part of the evaluation process. I think there's a lot of good options there for the Jets. One could be even you know, trading for, for a quarterback down in Houston that's pretty good. So a lot, a lot on the table there uh, for them. All right, third pick, Miami Dolphins. Could go tackle here, uh, but I think they need a playmaker. And they're not going to go Devontae Smith. They're not going to reunite him into it. They're going to get the best receiver in the draft. To me, that's Jamar Chase from LSU. A big, physical wide receiver. I know out of sight, out of mind, really kind of clouds his evaluation. But make no mistake about it. This is a top five player, a guy who has big time ability, can run routes, can take the top off the coverage. He is the number one receiver that they need. You put him on the field opposite Devontae Parker. Now this Miami Dolphins offense looks a lot different. Going to bake in a lot of easy completions there uh, with Jamar Chase. Uh, All right, let's go to the next one here. Let's go to the fourth pick, the Atlanta Falcons. I have him going quarterback, and it's not the guy that's coming back home. I think a lot of people would expect that there with Justin Fields. A little bit of a curveball here. I've got Trey Lance from North Dakota State. You know, this is a really interesting one because I think that if you connect the dots, you think Justin Fields would be the player there. But if you go and you look at Trey Lance's game, There's some similarities between the way Trey Lance plays and the way that Ryan Tannehill played for Arthur Smith in Tennessee. So if you take that same playbook with a year for Trey Lance to develop on the practice field while Matt Ryan starts, I think Atlanta has their future quarterback ready to go in 2022. Yeah, going to need to be patient, take a little time there with Trey Lance, but potentially a big upside. We've got a chance to visit with him uh, on the podcast previously. You can get a chance to see just how football smart he is uh, and all the tools are there. Just going to be, be patient and take a little time. All right, fifth pick, Cincinnati, going offensive tackle, and it's not Panay Sewell. I think everybody has kind of assumed for a long time he's going to be the first offensive lineman off the board. He might be, Buck. But that is not a slam dunk when you talk to folks around the league. There is a lot of love out there for Rashawn Slater. In my opinion, I think he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. Very talented player, a guy who has a combination of athleticism, balanced footwork, and great technique. All you need to do is watch him play against Chase Young a year ago, and I think you'll come away impressed with his talent and his potential as a left tackle. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles are up next year with the sixth pick, and I'm getting the sense I think they're going to try and work things out. A little marriage counseling there uh, with Carson Wentz, trying to get that polished up. You got a new coach there, Nick Sirianni. Uh, so why not go give him some help? And that's what they do here with the sixth pick. You go out and get Devontae Smith, who, as we like to say, Buck, he's a, he's a route runner. He's a technician. Uh, he's a craftsman. And that translates very well to the next level. It does translate very well to the next level. And you have to think, this is going to be a complete revamping of this wide receiver core. Jalen Reger is guaranteed to be there, but uh, Alshon Jeffrey possibly gone, Deshaun Jackson possibly gone. They have to find a younger, more dynamic set of weapons around Carson Wentz. Devontae Smith gives them a, an electric playmaker. 
Yeah, somebody that can separate uh, right away, give you some open windows, something they didn't have a lot of there uh, the last couple of years. All right, the seventh pick, this is where things start to get interesting. Uh, you look at the Detroit Lions and the report comes out that they are open to trading Matthew Stafford. So that means to me they're very much in the quarterback market, and I would not even be shocked if they tried to move up. You look at a team like Miami at pick number three, Buck, that could be a destination for them to try and get up to make sure they get a quarterback they like. Uh, in this scenario, they sit right where they are, and Justin Fields from Ohio State falls right in their lap. Yeah, I think this is interesting. It's especially interesting now that we look at the composition of their coaching staff. Anthony Lynn coming over to be the offensive coordinator. Dan Campbell talking about being kind of a little hardened team. I think you will see a run first team as Justin Fields grows into the position, but also look for the Detroit Lions to maybe sign a bridge quarterback. Maybe that quarterback is Tyron Taylor. I don't know if he likes to bite uh, kneecaps, but uh, I think it's a good fit there with Dan Campbell. All right, let's get to pick number eight, the Carolina Panthers. I think they would have been very interested to look at a quarterback if one were to fall. We had four quarterbacks gone in the first seven picks. So they're out of the, I don't think there's anybody they can take there. Mac, Mac Jones, I think it's a little early for that one there. Uh, so I have them going with the tackle, big Panay Sewell out of Oregon to the Panthers at number eight. Yeah, I like that. I like that because the one thing that we know about Matt Rule, he wants a tough and physical football team. They were unable to impose their will consistently on opponents. You get Panay Sewell to insert into that offensive line. You get Christian McCaffrey back. Now you see the Carolina Panthers play the style that Matt Rule really wants to play down in Charlotte. All right, we get to the ninth pick, uh, the Denver Broncos. We got him going Caleb Farley here, a big corner uh, out of Virginia Tech. I, I believe he's the best corner in the draft, Buck. Per, to me, I think he's one of the five best players in the draft. He's outstanding. He opted out this last year. Big, long, fast, physical with outstanding ball skills. DJ, you don't have to look any further than the AFC Championship game to know that how you have to construct your team. You're in this division, the Denver Broncos, and you got to deal with the Kansas City Chiefs twice a year. You better have a stable of cornerbacks. Caleb Farley gives them a big physical player to maybe snuff out some of the speed and explosiveness that the Kansas City Chiefs can present with their wide receiver core. All right, last pick here in the top 10. Uh, let's go Dallas Cowboys. Let's stick with the cornerback theme here. Uh, Patrick Sertain. Some people believe he's the top cornerback. He's one or two, depending on who you talk to. Uh, but big, talented, again, long, instinctive corner from Alabama. Uh, maybe the short area quickness, not quite uh, at the level with, with Farley. That's the only difference to me. Uh, but somebody with high character, high competitiveness, obviously the genes are good as well. Yeah, I think he's the most pro-ready corner in this class. He has been well-schooled in terms of understanding how to play the game from his dad, also at Alabama. You now get a chance to pair him opposite of Diggs. I think now you have two young corners that can grow together. I think that bodes well for the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Buck, let's keep it rolling here. Let's go picks 11 through 15. Some interesting ones here. Let's start first with the New York Giants. Need a playmaker. I've got him going Jalen Waddell, the fastest player in the draft out of the University of Alabama. It'd be a great toy there uh, for Daniel Jones. Things get interesting at 12. We'll get to this in a second. I've got the 49ers taking Kyle Pitts, a tight end out of Florida. Uh, pick 13, I've got the Chargers taking Elijah Vera Tucker to get some offensive line help, much needed there. Uh, pick 14, I've got Greg Rousseau, a, a guy we love visiting with on the show. A big, long, athletic defensive end from Miami. He goes to the Minnesota Vikings. Then at 15, a tremendous value pick here for the New England Patriots. They get big Micah Parsons, a linebacker out of Penn State who can play on the edge, can play off the ball, uh, an outstanding player. What stands out to you there, Buck? First thing that stands out to me is Jaden Waddle. Uh, Waddle stands out because this is someone before the injury, we're talking about him possibly being the number one 
wide receiver that is taken. His explosiveness, particularly at a time where we're seeing these speedy receivers impact teams, I think that's something that the Giants need and something that Daniel Jones also needs. Yeah, I think you watch Tyreek Hill in the playoffs and you go, oh, I want one of those. I'll take one of those. Uh, Jalen Waddle. And if he doesn't get hurt, he might have won the Heisman Trophy. He was actually kind of outpacing Devontae Smith before he got hurt, but a dynamic player uh, who's a, who's just a fun guy to watch. So a nice weapon there for the, the Giants. What else you got? The other one that is intriguing to me is Kyle Pitts going to the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. The first thing that you think about is why would they take another tight end when they have George Kittle, who is arguably the best tight end in football. And as we've talked about, positionless football, particularly when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers, the weapons that they're assembling on the outside, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and then you add Kyle Pitts to the mix. I would hate to see a defensive coordinator have to come up with a plan to deal with a 12 personnel package from Kyle Shanahan and crew. I think he adds some explosiveness and gives Kyle Shanahan another toy to play with as he's drawn up plays. Yeah, look, Kyle Pitts, if he was just an ex-receiver in this draft, would probably be a top 15 pick just as a receiver. Now you add to the fact he's actually a tight end and he's functional in the run game. You break the huddle, you, you don't know if there's going to be any running backs back there. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk could line back there. Uh, or you could just go empty. You could put mm-hmm. Pitts out wide. Kittle can play in the slot. I mean, again, positionless football. It's the future. Uh, Kyle Shanahan would have a lot of fun uh, with that. All right, let's keep it going here. Let's go pick 16 through 20. We've got the Arizona Cardinals taking Jalen Phillips, a uh, very, very gifted edge rusher, a fascinating story. UCLA transfer uh, down there to the Miami. So the Hurricane, he goes 16 to the Cardinals. 17, the Raiders get an athletic linebacker to fit in the Gus Bradley scheme. Uh, Jeremiah Wusu-Karamoa from Notre Dame, the Butkus Award winner, outstanding player. 18, Christian Derisaw, the, the Dolphins last year, their second first-round pick, went out and got Austin Jackson. Now they come back, double down on the offensive line uh, with Derisaw, the tackle out of Virginia Tech. And then 19, Kadarius Toney, uh, a really, really explosive playmaker there out of Florida. He goes to the Washington football team, followed by pick number 20, uh, and that is the Chicago Bears upgrading that offensive line with Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. Which one uh, piques your interest? Kadarius Tony really piques my interest because I just think about this Washington football team and what they need to do to go to the next level. And I think playmaking, regardless of who they put at quarterback, they need more weapons on the outside. Love Terry McLaurin. I like what we've seen from Antonio Gibson at running back, but they need another piece of the puzzle. I think Tony gives them somebody that is dynamic and someone that can score from anywhere on the field. Yeah, he's fun to watch. You can't tackle him. And also, it's going to impact your return game as well. So when you look at trying to get some more weapons assimilated there, they need to look at the quarterback position. Uh, and as we kind of move forward to this next pick, it's going to you know kind of reveal one of the options that they could have uh, when it comes to the carousel of quarterbacks we're going to see this year. Because as we go picks 21 through 25, we start at pick 21. And I, I know it's supposed to be the Indianapolis Colts that are picking here. But they're not because we've got them making a trade for Matthew Stafford, and that's going to involve the 21st overall pick, which means now this is the property of the Detroit Lions. So they've got their quarterback earlier with Justin Fields. Now this is a pick they could pick up if if they do make the, a trade with Stafford, and we've got them getting some edge help here uh, with Quiddy Pay. We'll, we'll get back to that in a second. 22, J.C. Horn goes to Tennessee. Man, you watch Adoree Jackson really struggle uh, in the postseason to cover. So they need to address the corner position. They do with J.C. Horn, Joe Horn's son um, out of South Carolina. 23, the Jets' second pick. They go Travis Etienne, a running back out of Clemson. Needs some juice. Had no juice in the backfield last year. He gives you that. 
And then 24 uh, would be Tevin Jenkins, big offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State. He goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And finally, 25, the Jags with their second first-round pick. Uh, Trevon Morig, safety from TCU, who I think is is easily the best safety in the draft class. So l- let's circle back to 21, though. Your thoughts on that one? No, I think I think this is a trade that makes so much sense for the Indianapolis Colts because when you look at the Indianapolis Colts, they are a team that it, uh, they are ready to go. They have everything that you could want. Offensive line, they got weapons on the at the skill positions. Defensively, they're playing at a high level. You now give them an opportunity to get a younger veteran quarterback where you can kind of drop him in, plug and play. I think it gives them a chance. And for the Detroit Lions, it makes sense to make the pick. Um, it makes sense because you're getting rid of Matthew Stafford. You get another first-round pick. Brad Holmes and that uh, staff, they get an opportunity to add some more pieces in the rebuild process. I think the, the trade makes sense, and I think the pick that follows also makes sense. No pass rush for that team. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day, by the way, side note here. Uh, I was talking to a personnel executive, and he, he, he was somebody that had picked up in the top, top 10 before. And he said, you know what's wrong with, with those teams? He said, they end up picking for need. If you're picking in the top 10, you are not one player away. Mm-hmm. Just take the best player. Um, so in this scenario, you look at the, the Detroit Lions, the quarterback just kind of fell in their lap. So they solve that. And now where they are here, not one player away. Just so happens that it is a need and you get a value pick there with Quiddy Pay. Okay, let's keep it scooting here, uh, Buck. Let's go 26 to 30. Uh, the Cleveland Browns at 26 need linebacker help. We saw that in the postseason. They get one here with Zayvon Collins, huge linebacker Mm -hmm. out of Tulsa. Long, explosive, fun player to watch. Uh, We go to Baltimore with pick number 27, trying to find edge rush. They're always looking for edge rushers. They get one here in Aziz Ojalari. A little bit undersized, but plays really, really hard. A very productive player there for the Bulldogs. And then, again, linebacker, linebacker, linebacker. We come with Nick Bolton here to the Saints at pick 28. Uh, Out of Missouri, run and hit, big-time speed. Uh, speaking of speed, 29, the Green Bay Packers. I know you're going to want to talk about this one. 2-2 Atwell, wide receiver from Louisville. Uh, we'll circle back to that in a second. And then 30, Buffalo. We watched them fail to cover the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's upgrade that secondary, continue to add to that mix. It's a deep group, but more talent is needed. They go Aaron Robinson, height, weight, speed corner from Central Florida, transfer from Alabama, interesting player. But I have a feeling I know where you want to go here. Uh, DJ, we've been at this for a long time, and I cannot <laughs> believe that you continue to connect the dots and try and put a wide receiver with the Green Bay Packers when I've told you from a philosophical standpoint that is not how the Packers operate. They look for those big positions there. They find their receivers in the second and third round or late in the draft. I like Tutu Atwell. I understand what you want to do in terms of bringing more speed. I just don't think that the Packers go that route. I know. I said it in the blurb online. I know they're probably not going to do this, but a guy can dream, right? I mean, I just I <laughs> Tutu Atwell in that offense with Aaron Rodgers. He just gives them a little something different. They've got the size. Mm-hmm. Um, Devontae Adams, you know, arguably the best receiver in football. Um, you've got MVS who can really stretch the field. But this dude with the stop-start quickness, be able to flip him a bubble screen. You know, they like to just jet the ball out there when they get looks. This guy can do some damage with that, plus get over the top. So I just want to see it. I want to see him play with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they can get him a second round. I'm not I'm not so uh, sure he's going to be there, though. Uh, all right, last two picks. Uh, the two teams that are in the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay and Kansas City. We've got Tampa Bay going Joe Tryon, edge rusher from Washington. Big, physical, strong, powerful guy. Uh, opted out this last year, so we haven't seen him. 
since 2019. And then we've got uh, his teammate here, back-to-back Huskies, Kansas City, going, going Levi Onwu Zariki, who I think is the best three-technique defensive tackle in this draft class, another one who opted out this last year. So the two guys from Washington that opted out uh, both sneak into the back end of the first round. But I think when you're picking down here, Buck, just take the best player. You got good rosters. Just take the best guy. Don't worry about need. Yeah, I, I think that's what you do. And I think it's interesting because you bring up two opt-out guys. I think that is going to be the big conversation that we have throughout this process. How do you evaluate the players that did not participate in the season in 2020? Do they get a bump? Do they get demoted? How does their lack of participation impact their grade? And are teams willing to bank on guys that you haven't seen for over a year? Well, look, doing mock drafts any year is hard. It is darn near impossible this year when you have some guys opted out, some guys played two games, some guys played a full season. Uh, We're going to have no combine. It's just going to be senior bowl and pro days. So we're going to be flying blind in terms of trying to predict what these teams are going to do. But that's what makes the whole thing fun. And that's why I anticipate the comments uh, are going to be plentiful on this one. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, I'll, I'll I'll take the bullets this time. You're up next, though. Pal. I'm up next, and I'm ready. I got I got I got some research to do. I got some uh, decisions to make. But I know this: everyone would always be critical whenever we produce a mock draft. I'll get you a dartboard, get you some darts, have just as much luck. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it for us. Hope you guys have enjoyed that mock draft 1.0 is in the books. Uh, appreciate you hanging with us here, DJ Bucky. This has been Move the Sticks. Presented by Castro Edge. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 